This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 315. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 315. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. I'm recording this prior to Monday. And I got to tell you, it's sunny in Seattle. And it feels okay. No, it doesn't feel like summer. It looks like summer. It feels like frigid winter. It's very cold. But it looks like summer and the days are getting longer. And I mean, I love the darkness of winter. I know I'm a little weird that way. But I also love the shift as things get lighter. And I'm already like, when do we get to go back to like having picnic dinners at the beach, which is one of our favorite Friday traditions in the summertime. So I am looking forward to the countdown to warm, sunny days. And I bet you are too, especially I know some of you are still managing a lot of snow. So mamas, I'm with you. If you are still suffering through snow days, oh man, we have more than our fair share this year in Seattle and a lot more than we're used to in this climate. So I got you. I got your back. I'm with you. I feel you. I'm super excited to dive into today's content. But before we do that, I got to tell you, holy cow, Shameless MomCon is 75% sold out. I don't even know how this happened. Okay, I do. I know that this happened because you all are action takers and I love you and adore you for that. So if you don't know about Shameless MomCon, Shameless MomCon is a world-class conference for moms happening in Seattle, Washington on April 26th and 27th, hosted by none other than me, Sardine. 
And it's going to be a phenomenal event. This is going to be a place for you to come and connect with other moms who are living similar, probably almost freakishly parallel lives. So we are going to be talking and connecting around things related to igniting your identity and your impact in the world after motherhood. We're going to be talking about building your identity outside of motherhood and marriage. We're going to be talking about taking courageous and confident action every damn day. We're going to be talking about your personality type and how you can really identify your gifts in order to spend more time in your zone of genius and stop doing all the crap that you suck at. It's going to be really, really powerful and profound. And you're going to leave with a 90-day action plan that's going to really shift some things in your life for the better. You're going to be super fired up about this. And you're going to leave with a whole new network and community of shameless mom friends. So that's what I think I'm maybe most excited about is for you all to just have the opportunity to connect with each other. This experience is going to be magic, power, and momentum. Like It's going to be phenomenal. And I want you to be there. I want you to have a seat at the table. And I'm going to be talking a little bit about that today in today's episode on how to play bigger in your life, because I really want you to challenge yourself to take seats at the tables that you want to be at rather than waiting until you feel qualified. So before we dive into all that, if you want to grab your ticket to Shameless Mom Con, because like I said, 75% sold out, that means there's only a handful of tickets left. Pop over to shamelessmom.com forward slash momcon 2019. I know that's kind of a long URL there, shamelessmom.com forward slash momcon 2019. It will also be linked up in the show notes. So if you just go to shamelessmom.com and click on the show notes today, you'll get a link directly there. All right. And now I got to tell you about our Shameless Mom of the Week. Oh my gosh, I love this review. So our Shameless Mom of the Week always comes from a review from a listener left in iTunes. And so if you want to be Shameless Mom of the Week, if you want to nominate yourself, all you got to do is go over to shamelessmom.com forward slash review, which will put you into our Apple portal. And you leave a review for the show. Let me know how the show has impacted you. And then you might get to be Shameless Mom of the Week. So this Shameless Mom her screen name is E.I. Nicole. And she says, I stumbled across this podcast on my way to work. I was sleep deprived and realized the outside of my bag had a splash of breast milk on it. An answer to my prior question of what smelled weird. This podcast was like finding a group of friends who felt exactly how I did in that moment. Motherhood, particularly in the beginning, can be so isolating and full of uncertainty. For me, most uncertainty about losing myself, the person I was prior to smelling like breast milk. That's so relatable, right? Here in this space, it's safe to voice those uncertainties and find support and guidance, and most importantly, celebrate being a mom. I'm listening every day and learning so much. I can't thank you enough for creating this podcast and the Shameless Mom Academy. So, oh, EI Nicole, thank you. Thank you. I love this. I was laughing out loud reading it because I think all of us can relate to some sort of experience where you're like about to go do something where you feel super grown up and you have a baby. And you're like, I got the baby taken care of, like the baby's off in childcare or with a family member or whatever. And you're like, today I'm just going to be me. I'm going to be the old version of me. And then like you look over and you're like, and I have breast milk like running down my sleeve or I have snot caked on my arm or there's like baby barf on my shoulder. Like there's always something. And I remember that happening so many times when Vinny was really little where I'd be like, I'm going to be a professional today. And then there'd be like something gross on my shirt. And I would not realize it till the day was pretty much over. I'd be like, cool, glad I spent a whole day around grownups and no one bothered to tell me that there's like crusty goo on my arm. That's awesome. So totally relatable. And now let's dive in to our content today. I'm super excited about this conversation. And this conversation has been inspired by some themes that have actually come up around people 
being curious about Shameless MomCon and people reaching out to me. I actually had someone reach out to me last week who said that she really did not feel qualified to attend Shameless MomCon. And she sent me this really emotional email about it, saying that she didn't feel like she was a successful businesswoman like all the other Shameless Moms. And she didn't really feel... She was like, I feel stuck in my life and I just don't really feel like I'm worthy of being there. And I was literally like bawling by the time I got to the end of the email because I thought, I was like, oh my gosh, but this is exactly who I created this event for. I want people who are feeling stuck and questioning their worth. Like that's who I want to help and support and impact the most. So I replied to her email. I said, you have to come. You have to come. Like this is not for successful businesswomen who have everything figured out. First of all, it's not for businesswomen at all. It's for moms. And it's for moms who want to live more shamelessly and who want to identify their worth and their value and find their place in the world and build their identity outside of all the junk that they get stuck in when they have breast milk spilled on their arm and their leg and their cute little purse. So I reached out to her and I told her all of that and she signed up and she's coming to Shameless MomCon. And I'm so excited because here's the thing. I think we can all relate to that feeling of being stuck and that feeling of looking at everyone around us and thinking that they all have it figured out and like a sense of jealousy around that, a sense of why not me? Like I'm busting my butt over here. And all these other moms, like they have it all figured out. Like they have their cute hair and their cute bags and looking all fancy and fun on Instagram. And the truth is those mamas, they do not have it any more figured out than you. I promise you that 100%. I will tell you. In fact, I would venture to say that my mom friends who look like they have it the most figured out generally have it the least figured out. (laughs) That's actually like, I wish I had stats on that. But I'm telling you, like the people who I know who live the most picture perfect lives on social media have the most challenging lives behind the scenes. 100%. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence Whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, You are not alone, and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play. And we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. 
you get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips. So I want you to really start considering if we can assume, which we can, if we can assume that the playing field is level, if we can assume that we are all worthy and we are all enough and we are all perfect as is with all of our imperfections and all of our messes and our junk, if we can assume all of that, then we get to start from the same place. And then we all deserve a seat at the table. We all deserve the same things. And therefore, we can make space for ourselves to show up in those ways. So what I want to talk about today is how to play bigger in your life. And the first thing that I want to address and identify is that you are just as worthy as everyone else to play as big as you want. And I say this all the time, but everyone is capable of being Oprah. Like Oprah is not special. Oprah has some unique talents and gifts that she learned how to leverage. But you know what? You have some unique talents and gifts that you can leverage too. So don't sit back and think that like someone else gets to have it all. And that means you can't. I'll use Rachel Hollis as another example. I think there's a lot of people out there right now who are watching Rachel Hollis and thinking, well, yeah, but like she has it all. She's doing it all look at all the stuff that she has created for herself. Like I could never do that. Yes, you could. You 100% could. Rachel Hollis is not special. She has some unique talents that she decided to leverage and you have unique talents that you can leverage too. So I want you to get really, really clear on giving yourself permission around that and assuming your worth, even if you feel like you're lying to yourself, like even if you're like, I'm totally faking this, but I'm going to pretend that I'm qualified for a minute. That's completely fine. And so here's what this is going to look like. I'm going to walk you through four different ways to play bigger. And I'm going to give you some tactical pieces to go with each component. So the first one is I want you to start taking a seat at the table without asking for permission. And so a lot of times we wait for permission or for an invitation and we think, well, I can't go for that promotion because no one invited me to apply or I can't create that thing because I can't write a book. No one's ever told me I was a good writer. What? You don't need to be told you're good at anything to go do the thing that you want to do. You don't need to be invited to a promotion to apply for a promotion. So take a seat at the table without asking for permission, without waiting for an invitation. Assume that you are worthy and qualified and then go after the thing that you want. And if you're in the middle of going for it and you're like, I don't even know what the heck I'm doing here. Like I'm completely faking it till I make it right now. Trust that you are resourceful AF. Like you can figure this out as you go because you know what? Everyone else who's going for a seat at the same table, they're all figuring it out as they go too. I promise you. Nobody has it figured out. Oprah does not have it figured out. She's figuring it out as she goes. Rachel Hollis does not have it figured out. She's figuring it out as she goes. Brene Brown does not have it all figured out. She's figuring it out as she goes. And when you look at those really successful people and you're like, well, I could never be like them. I could never do that. I mean, Glennon Doyle is another great example. Glennon Doyle, a couple of years ago, wrote a book on like how she saved her marriage and like all the steps that she took to do it. And then by the time her book actually released, she was separated from her husband. Fast forward a year later, she's 
in a relationship with a woman who she's now married to. Glennon Doyle had massive success and had nothing figured out. She was figuring it out as she went every single day. And it was super uncomfortable for her and super messy. And people loved her more for that. So trust that the people who look like they have it all figured out, that the people who have these massive levels of success where you're looking at their stories and thinking, I could never do that. They're not doing it because they're special. They're not doing it because they've been given permission. They're not doing it because they got invited. They're doing it because they just decided to do it. They decided to show up and take action. They decided to qualify themselves without waiting for anyone else to do it. And they decided to take a seat at the table without waiting for someone to give them permission. They decided that they would rely on themselves to be resourceful as heck in order to get what they wanted. So trust that you are resourceful. Also know that everything is figure outable. So this is something that Marie Forleo talks about, who's an online mentor that I follow. Marie Forleo says everything is figure outable. And what that means is that just start. You can figure it out as you go. And it is figure outable. We often think like, well, but what if I start and then like this thing blows up? So what if, what will you do? You'll figure it out. I mean, I figure things out all the time. I even thought like hosting Shameless MomCon, I'm like, but what if this and what if that? I'm like, but also, you know what? I figured out a lot of stuff in my life. I can figure this out too. Even if it's hard, even if it's messy, even if I fall flat on my face and start ugly crying in front of every single person, I can figure it out because I figured out a lot of other things. So know that everything is figure outable. Okay, so that's number one. Take a seat at the table without asking for permission or waiting for an invitation. So number two, know your worth and your power. So this is going to potentially require some uncomfortable assumptions on your part, but know that you are worthy and know that you are strong and you are powerful. So sometimes we don't believe this. Sometimes we forget this. And sometimes this is a result of us just feeling overwhelmed and exhausted. Sometimes it's a result of people who've given us really crappy messages in our lives And we've opted to listen or we've been conditioned to listen to them. And sometimes it's because we're doing something new and new things feel hard and scary. But here's the thing. Know that you are worthy and you are strong and you are capable and you are powerful every damn day. And also think about if your kid was going to go after something, if you wanted your child to take a seat at the table, maybe to join a sports team, a tryout for the play, you know, apply for their first job, apply for a scholarship for college, what would you tell them? Would you say, well, I mean, you don't have the best grades and I'm not sure you can actually write a great essay. And sometimes when you're playing basketball, like you're not always assertive enough on the court. Like you do let some things go that like you actually should like get yourself in the mix a little bit more. You wouldn't say any of that, right? You would just pump them up and you would be like, you're strong, you're powerful. You can do anything you want. You are worthy. You are just as worthy as anyone else. These are exactly the things you would say to your kid, right? Exactly. Like I know how shameless moms operate. These are the things that we say to our kids. These are not the things we say to ourselves. We do not tell ourselves we are worthy. We are strong. We are powerful. We are capable the way that we do our kids. Did a light bulb just go off in anyone's head? Like, holy cow, how messed up is that? How damaging is that to you? How damaging is that to your self-worth that you pump your kid up in ways that you would never pump yourself up? It's kind of ass backwards, right? So know that you are worthy, you are powerful, and you are capable, and you are stronger than you can imagine. And when you question that, look back everything you've overcome in your life. Like you did not make it this far by living the easy life. We've all had things that we've overcome. We've all figured stuff out. We've all had to be resourceful and resilient, right? 
So on the days that you're questioning that, think about where you've come from. I do this all the time when I think like, well, I don't know if I'm as worthy as that person. In fact, I did this when I joined my most recent business coaching group. The group is called Million Dollar Badass. I was making like almost zero money on this podcast when I joined that group. And I was like, well, is it appropriate for me to join a group of women who are running six and seven figure businesses when I'm running a business that's like maybe zero figures right now? (laughs) And I had a little bit of this like, who am I to join this group? I'm totally like, am I even qualified? Well, I will tell you since joining the group, I've been in the group for like, I don't know, five or six months. And my coach routinely wants me to come in and share my story of what I've done to build my successful business, what I did to build my previous successful business, how I face my fears, how I've overcome self-doubt, how I've decided to scale a business that I really, really love, how I've decided to build something that I'm so excited to grow rather than building something that I'm going to be bored by or something that's going to be draining to me. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory, two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And now we're back with a whole new podcast about unsticking it, launching in January. What happens when life gets in the way of our creativity instead of nourishing it? We talk to all sorts of guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky, wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. So join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Get out of there, life gunk. Let us help you get back to your best creative self. Look for Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Wherever you listen to podcasts starting in January, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. Because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking it. Lynn, this time of year, parenting can be such a fluster clucks. You've come to the right place. I'm Lynn Lyons, and I've been treating anxious families for over 30 years. I'm Lynn's sister-in-law and co-host Robin Hudson. Join us for Fluster Clucks, a podcast for parents who worry. Wait, that's everybody. Yeah, these last few years have felt like one long anxiety attack for so many. Why do you think parents are always surprised that a podcast about anxiety relates to them, even if no one in their house has an anxiety disorder? Well, worry is human. Everyone does it. And anxiety shows up when we face uncertainty. All the parenting tips you've taught me have been essential. I love to break it down into skills we need to manage worry in our families. We've covered so many topics depression, burnout, meltdowns, perfectionism. Don't forget scary mothers-in-law. Right, but of course that's not my mother-in-law. Because that's my mother. And a listener. As a psychotherapist, I like to teach parents and kids how to respond to everyday moments in healthy ways. Managing anxiety really can be taught. It really can. And I'll even tell you what to say. We talk about serious stuff, but without being too serious. Anxiety wants everything serious. Anxiety doesn't stand a chance when we're laughing, even about the tough stuff. So I had to remind myself when I decided to take a seat at that table, I had to remind myself that I was worthy, not because I had the money in the bank that all these other women had, but because I had done a lot of other hard things that qualified me to be in that room. I had built another successful business. I had gone through hard experiences that made me really insightful, that made me powerful in new and challenging ways, that made me own my story and own my struggles rather than hiding from them and shrinking from them. So I had to get really clear on 
my worth and my power and my strengths and my capabilities in order to qualify myself to be in that room. And as soon as I did that, I was like, oh my gosh, of course I deserve to be here. And it doesn't matter that I have no money compared to most of the people in this room because this is where I'm coming from. I've done hard things before and I can do hard things again and I can get myself up to the same level as these women. The third piece, assume that you're qualified. So just go into it assuming that you're qualified. This ties into knowing your worth and your power and your strength, but assume, just make the assumption and tell yourself every single day that you are qualified. So when you want to play bigger in your life, assume that you are automatically qualified to play bigger because here's the thing you are, you are automatically qualified to play bigger in your life. And if you were to ask anyone in your life, anyone who's supportive of you in your life, if you were to say, Hey, do you think I should go after this thing? Or I'm thinking about doing this. They would all want you to go do bigger things. Anyone who is supportive of you, anyone who wants the best for you would encourage you to play bigger, would encourage you to get out of your own way. They would tell you that you're qualified. So now I want you to assume that you're qualified. Assume that you're qualified and just take the next right step. That doesn't have to be a huge leap. It can be like the next right step sometimes is just doing a little bit of research like shooting off an email inquiry, (laughs) you know, like the next right step can be small, but once you assume that you're qualified, you can get the ball rolling. There's been many, many times where I have just decided to assume that I'm qualified and be like, I'm just going to wait until someone tells me otherwise. And I'm going to go after the thing that I want. And I've done this a lot with applying for different speaking gigs. I've done it a lot. It's showing up at networking events and showing up in business coaching groups, feeling like I'm not totally sure that I'm playing at the same level as these people, but I'm going to assume that I'm qualified unless someone tells me that I'm not. And I will tell you whenever I've done that, oh my gosh, the gates open so flipping wide because you find yourself in these spaces and places where there's so much opportunity for learning and growth and connection with people who are doing bigger things than you. And as soon as those doors open, like they don't close again, as long as you stay open and receptive. And so when you assume that you're qualified and you put yourself in those places where people are playing a little bigger than you, all of a sudden you have the opportunities and invitations to start playing bigger. And that's amazing and exciting and powerful. And there's the sense of momentum that comes with that. And there's also like a sense of urgency, like, oh my gosh, I got to act on this. I got to do this. Like, what if it goes away? (laughs) There's almost scarcity around it. Like I got to do this while it's here. Actually, I've heard Rachel Hollis talk about this this year that she's had so many opportunities this year. And she has this sense of like, I have to take advantage of this all while it's right in front of me because what if it goes away? And I don't know that she at this point is worried that it will go away, but there is a sense when you first see opportunities opening up in front of you where you're like, yes, 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 I'll say yes to everything. And I've been guilty of this, especially in the last year where I've said yes to things and really quickly because I thought it was a really great door opening. And then I've learned after like, oh, this actually, this thing is like going to be complicated, maybe actually not serve the purpose I thought it was going to. Like I've said yes too quickly to take a seat at the table in some instances, but because I just automatically assume that I'm qualified and if someone invites me to the table, I'm going to go sit at it. And so now I'm learning to have some more discernment around that. But initially, like assume that you're qualified and accept the invitations. Assuming that you're qualified will get you into places and spaces that will change your life. So this is my message to this mom who reached out to me and said, I don't feel worthy of attending your event because I'm not like those other moms who are going to be there. My message to her was like, assume that you're qualified. You are totally qualified to be here. Like by virtue of being a mom who feels challenged by motherhood, you're qualified. (laughs) You are invited. (laughs) So assume that you're qualified because we often assume the opposite. 
We often assume that we're not qualified and we assume that everyone around us is more qualified. This is why we don't ask for promotions and raises because we're like, well, I mean, I work pretty hard, but I mean, look at Jane over there. Jane is like busting her butt and she works like until 10 o'clock every night and she works weekends and like she's the one that's going to get the promotion. No, that's not how it always works. Just because someone else is also qualified does not make you less qualified. And then the fourth piece of this is reaching out and connecting with the big dogs. And this is the fun part, but it's also the scary part. Don't be afraid to reach out and connect with the people who you want to be sitting at the table with. The worst thing that can happen is they aren't prepared to make space for you right now. And I worded that really intentionally. They aren't prepared to make space for you right now. So that doesn't mean that they're never going to make space for you. It just means that right now they're not prepared to do that. Maybe down the road they will be. Maybe they're in the process of preparing right now. You just don't know. But reach out and connect with those people. I will tell you, I've done this a lot and I've been blown away by the people who've made space for me when I've reached out. And some people haven't made space for me and that's okay too. And it's really interesting because a lot of people, if they're unable to make space for you, they'll give you you know, a great reason and you're like, I totally get it. No worries. Other people who you maybe have looked up to as big mentors, they will not make space for you and they'll do it in a way that is kind of gross which is also really eye-opening because then you get to see that sometimes the people at the top don't always act in high integrity, which I feel like makes it even more so that there's space for you because you will act in high integrity and you won't be that person that's kind of gross to the people who are still working their way up. So I actually really appreciate getting a no when I ask for a seat at a table and I totally take notes on how that no is delivered. And I'm totally cool with getting a no, but I'm also really observing how people act in integrity when they're not making space for other people. And I will tell you that like 95% of the time, people are happy to make space for you. So assume that people want to make space for you. Assume that there is a spot for you at the table. Assume that people are going to see that you are worthy and qualified. Because here's the thing, even though we often don't think that we're worthy or qualified, everyone else assumes that we are. So this mom, if this mom had never reached out to me and said, I don't feel worthy of attending Shameless Mom Con, but then she bought a ticket and showed up and didn't tell me that she was feeling that way, I would have never known that she felt that way. And I would have assumed 100% that she was worthy and qualified to be there, right? So think about how other people perceive you. If you submit a job application, if you ask for a raise, people are generally going to assume that you are worthy of it and that you are qualified to get the thing that you're asking for. So recognize that that's going to be the default Now, whether or not they can like give you what you want, that might be a different issue, but they're generally going to assume that you're qualified if you are standing up and saying that you're qualified and if you are standing in your own worth and your power, and they're going to admire that you stood up and they're going to admire that you took a seat at the table. What they're not going to admire is every time you walk in the room, you sit in the back corner and don't make eye contact. People are not going to make space for you if you are sitting in the back corner of the room, not making eye contact, whether that is literal or figurative. So think about where in your life are you sitting in the back of the room, not making eye contact, and people are looking at you, assuming that you're not worthy and you're not qualified because you are looking and playing so small that no one is ready to give you a space at the table. You have to assert yourself with the assumption that you're qualified knowing that you're worthy, knowing that you're powerful, knowing that you're capable, knowing that you're strong, and people will assume all of that is true because it is, and they will make space for you. And the more that you do this, the easier it becomes, and it becomes fun and exciting. And I will say now that like, when I used to interview people on the podcast, Gretchen Rubin's a great example. I reached out to her, 
I basically cornered her in a bathroom at an event. <laughs> so, I mean, when I say reached out, that's what I did. And I decided to have her on the show. And I thought, I felt nervous about it. And I thought like, she is better than me. And like, I need to frame my questions in a certain way to make her comfortable. And what if she knows that like, I'm not as successful, like all these things are going through my head. And then we got on and it was like, super easy and comfortable. And it was great. And I was like, we're the same. Like, why was I making this big thing in my head about like, she's way more worthy. And oh my God, it's Gretchen Rubin. And no, like we're the same. And I'm just as qualified as she is to take up space and say my piece and be part of a conversation and have a seat at the table. So there's your four pieces. In order to play bigger, I want you to take a seat at the table. I want you to know your worth and your power. I want you to assume that you're qualified and I want you to reach out and connect with the big dogs because the big dogs want to see you. The big dogs want to make space for you. And those who don't or can't or won't, those are going to be some valuable learning experiences. And you're going to actually learn how to behave in integrity because you're going to see how other people do or don't do that when they're working with you. So if this has impacted you in any way, if you're like, wow, I need to play bigger. I need to get myself to shameless mom con perhaps. I want to know how. So make sure you follow up with this conversation over in our private Facebook group, over on Instagram. Let me know how you want to play bigger, how you want to show that you're worthy, how you want to take a seat at the table without asking for permission or an invitation. Okay. We are in this together. You are qualified. You are worthy and you are a total badass. And I want you at my table, whatever that looks like for you right now. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be shameless mom of the week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Real truth alert, pregnancy, birth, and having a baby isn't all sunshine and rainbows. I wish it were, but the reality is that many people struggle and suffer through this time without the right help or even knowing what they're dealing with. 
I'm perinatal psychologist, Dr. Katayun Kayani, also known as Dr. Kat. My podcast, Mom and Mind, aims to shine a light on the difficult reality that so many hopeful and new parents experience and raise the volume on how we can better support mental health, which is a big part of our overall health. Episodes include personal stories from people who have healed through things like pregnancy and postpartum anxiety, depression, PTSD, and so much more. I also talk with specialists and experts who explain and educate on these conditions. All of this to support parents to know that they are not alone, that healing is possible, and there are resources that can help you today. Listen into Mom and Mind and walk with me through the world of perinatal mental health.